And a lady, I, I was too afraid to make mistakes, so I wouldn't cook. And so she said, baby, you got to make some mistakes if you're going to get it right. So I said, yes, ma'am. So uh, I started baking. I made a lot of mistakes until I got it right and got it the way I wanted. And welcome to the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the sounds you're hearing are the sounds of Can't Tell Us Nothing, an improv group out of Houston, Texas. In Can't Tell Us Nothing, you have four wonderful individuals. One of those people is Tandy. Uh. Another is John. Uh. That's right. <laughs> you can't forget Amici. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so diverse. It's diverse. <laughs> And then myself, Antoine. And what is the Can't Tell Us Nothing show? The Can't Tell Us Nothing show is a show where we take discussions, topics, opinions, turn it into improv scenes right on the spot, make them up as we go. We don't know what we're going to say. You don't know what we're going to hear. To help inspire us, we usually bring a special guest. Today is one of those days. Tandy, would you like to introduce our special guest? Yes, I will. (laughs) Today's special guest is a woman about town, a woman on a mission, who I have the honor and pleasure of calling my cousin, Miss Kyrie Land. Yay! Yay. Uh, She grew up on the north side, but we're not gonna hold that against her. And she... (laughs) And she's a graduate of Prairie View A&M. How's that? Oh, oh, and most importantly, most importantly, she is a self-taught uh, uh, baker. She bakes. She has a, uh, a home-based baking uh, business called Sugar Lick, and we're going to talk about Yeah, That's Kyra. Did I get it? Did I get it? You got it all. That's it. Yeah. Yes. All right. Tell us more about Sugar Lick. What, what is oh. Yeah, what is it? Yeah. Well, Sugar Lick is the name that I came up with. My sister helped me out. There's a sugar rush out here, but we figured why not just give have some fun and call it Sugar Lick. <laughs> so um, I try to do, hey, <laughs> I try to do different things. Same thing, but I put a different spin on it. So I've got uh, cheesecake. My che- cheesecake is my thing. Cheesecake with a pecan pie on the inside of it. I have a peach cobbler cheesecake. And right now I'm experimenting on something that I'll come out and I'll say what it is. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and say it on here. And that's going to be a socket to me cheesecake. So I do a little bit of different stuff. Um, So if anybody wants to see my work, I invite you to come and find my page on Instagram. I post everything on there. It's uh, kbland underscore sugar lick. And it's mm. just like it sounds, sugar lick. <laughs> <laughs> what what made you right. focus on like the cheesecake? Like what about the cheesecake made you go, here's where I'm gonna, you know, do my creativity. Excuse me. Was it like is that something that you just kind of stumbled across? Is it something you're more personally connected to as far as cheesecake, or you just you're just the dopest at making, you know, that you've ever met. Well, i tell you what happened. I I briefly, very briefly owned a restaurant. And um, all my desserts cost the same price, but everybody came back for the sugar lick. When you have somebody tell you that you've never seen before, that's not your race, tell you that, this is the best cheesecake I've ever had in my life, and I love cheesecake. Yeah, I just said, yeah, this, this is what I needed to hear. Kind of boosted my ego a little bit, so I got a little chip on my shoulder because of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She makes this, that uh, lemon meringue cheesecake. It's just, it's the best. I, that's, that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I like cheesecakes, but that lemon meringue cheesecake is, the, I buy one, Every year, well, when we were still in the office, I buy it for my birthday and just bring it. Even though I was off work, I just buy the cheesecake and bring it to the people because we had it one time and every year they'd say, Are we gonna get cheesecake again? Are we gonna get the cheesecake? <laughs> They're asking you for cake on your birthday? 
on my because I don't your day off. I don't work that day. <laughs> Call her on her day off. Hey, you can come into the office on your yeah. birthday and bring us cake. Some of the cake. <laughs> yes, it is so good. So but hey, that's quite an honor to be like the birthday tradition cake. Like Ooh. the cake people go to on, on a day like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What's that's so great cool. about you're a cousin, you get a bur- you get a cake for your birthday. So you just that's- look on Facebook. If it's a relative, we're like, mm, I'll just wait till the post a picture of the Kyrie cake later and I'll see what kind they got. <laughs> like, oh, my cousin made me this cake. We all get the cake. It's just so sweet. I meant to I meant to let you know that. I was like, that is just so it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful oh. thing. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, through our background research from your cousin, she told us that you had at one point, or still do, a cheesecake that costs $75. Well, I kind of dropped the price down just a little bit, 10, 10 whole dollars. But if you ask me to deliver, just add it right back on there. So, <laughs> uh, no, I do have the the actually the one that is the pecan pie now is that price. M- rest of my cheesecakes are basically fifty dollars. <coughs> so, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tandy definitely speaks high volumes about it. Uh, we've been yeah. here, your your baking without even knowing exactly who you were for at least a year now, from my or a little more than that. Um, so how did you get into just being self-taught? Like what, like what inspired you to just pick up the, pick up the ingredients and start trying new things? Well, I tell you, my mom, I, 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 the term self-taught has to be used lightly. My mom actually cooked and I watched her do what she did. So, um, I moved to Mississippi for a while, kind of deep South. And a lady, I, I was too afraid to make mistakes, so I wouldn't cook. And so she said, baby, you got to make some mistakes if you're going to get it right. So I said, yes, ma'am. So uh, I started baking. I made a lot of mistakes until I got it right and got it the way I want to. I rarely use a recipe now. I just kind of come up with my own stuff and just do it. So uh, when I left, when I left there, she left me with some bread pudding, a bread pudding recipe that I, my family never ate bread pudding. I refused to eat it because I didn't like the the taste and the consistency of it. I got here and I told her I needed the measurements and she goes, baby, you got to put some love in that. I'm like, I know what love is, but it don't go in my bread pudding. So I said, okay, we're going to figure this out. I figured it out. And I gave some to my family who refused to eat it, just like I had refused to eat it. I asked them to please try it for me. They tasted a little bit of it, tasted a little bit more. And then they said, do you have some more? I said, no, y'all greedy. I'm not going to give you all of it. But uh, they tried it and they thought it was really good. So I said, okay, if I can pick this up by not having measurements and just throwing stuff in there, I can do anything. I felt like I could. (laughs) So uh, now... (laughs) Now, um, I have my little business started on my own, and I also do pop-up markets. So um, that way, if you don't want if you want to give it a test, you can come out to the pop-up market. When I do them, I, I'm doing one the second Saturday in October and the second Saturday in November at the, um, at the Buffalo Soldiers Museum in Houston downtown. Oh, so um, second Saturdays, one to five. And I'll be there, like I said, October, November, and I'll have them individually. So if you want to give it a try before you buy the whole thing, you're welcome to come out and pay for just a slice of it. Wow. Mm. Wow, that's who, who, who was that woman in Mississippi? I'd like to imagine that woman in Mississippi was just a woman in Mississippi, just on it the was- street. <laughs> <laughs> I worked for a private club and she cooked there. So yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting that she wouldn't give you measurements (laughs) because I've heard that, uh, and you can tell me whether or not this is true, but I've heard that if you're the type of person who folds their socks, you should be a baker. If not, you should be a chef. Like baking, you got to have things to be kind of exact in order to get the thing right. 
Is that true? Is there any truth to that idea? I don't fold my socks. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> there are some things I would say, yes, you need to measure, but there's some stuff I just throw together and throw it, together. it just, you know, it just comes out the way it comes out. Usually it's pretty good. <clears throat> are you consistent with like the throwing the ingredients like it comes out exactly the same way or do you throw it together and then it gets better every time? Yes and yes. <laughs> so I'll, um, if I throw something together and it's consistent, that's fine. If it's better, that's wonderful. So it doesn't get worse because I kind of know what I threw in there the last time to make it right. <laughs> <I like that. clears throat> we cut to a, we cut to a, a steakhouse. Uh, excuse me, waiter. Uh, your name is Antoine, right? Oh, well, yes, it is. Do you need some water? Uh, no, I, I was uh, just cutting to the steak here and um, took a bite out of it, and I think it's missing um, a little bit of love. You know, I, I felt it was very resentful when I bit into it. I don't know if it was something going on back in the kitchen or if the cow that you butchered was had some depression or something, but I, when I just bit into it, man, I just got the wave of negativity. It just came all over my body, and I don't want uh, a negative steak, you know what I mean? You know? I'm, I'm sorry, maybe I don't understand. Are you saying that the steak is, is cold? Like you want it to be heated up a bit, or, or is it not no, rare this, enough? This, this steak is not just cold. I mean, it's like cold shoulder, right? It doesn't have that like that feeling when you bite something good. It like it wants you to eat it. This thing's like didn't care less if I eat it, man. And you know, I, I just think that you can just take it back there, get with the chef, do what y'all do, you know, uh, pray over it or something. But it, it's missing something. I'll be right back. Let me get the steak out of your way. All right, thanks, sir. Thanks. Hey, uh, Amici, Amici, Amici. Uh-huh, yep. Hey, uh, the customer just sent the steak back because it tasted resentful. Is everything okay at home? Okay, um, I gotta clarify something. You know how I like to take the cows back to my house before we butcher them for the restaurant? Yeah, yeah, you load them up in your truck and you take them on home every night. Yeah, take them home, you know, uh, we hang out in the backyard, we play games, we have a, lot of, we have a really good time, and you know, we really bond before before we kill them so we can eat them. Um, but, okay, um, yeah, I, I've, uh, I've stopped doing that. I, I didn't do that with uh, these last few cows. What? Yeah. But, but why? This, th those cows have been the reason this restaurant had been doing gangbusters. Those, those, what you were doing with those cows was revolutionary. What, what is this resentful steak you're serving now? Why'd you change it? Well, my wife said no more, no more cows at home. The wife? Yeah. It's always the wife that staunches brilliance, isn't it? No, but I mean, she's right. I wouldn't spend any time with her. I'll just hang out in, in the backyard. I'll, I'll come home. I wouldn't even go in the house. I was just staying outside, you know, and our marriage was falling apart. So I, I got I to gotta focus on that. Okay. Well, you can focus on your marriage. And I'm just a waiter. But if management right. hears about this, you may not have to focus on your job anymore if you catch my drift. You need you to really work it out with your wife. What? You you think that was buying me over this? Over yeah, over this, over the steak. If there's more people out there who bite into a steak and feel a wave of ne negativity rushing through their body, they're never going to come back. Yeah. So fix your marriage or well, lose your job. <laughs> my marriage is fixed. I've been spending. We're, we're we're rock solid again. But now the steaks are bad. So yeah. So fix the steaks. So ruin my marriage and fix the and ruin, Yes, you need to make a decision. I got to get back out there and refill some waters. <laughs> what am I going to do? Um, uh, we, we cut to the, the chef uh, back, back home. Hey, uh, honey, Tandy. Hey, how are you? Sit on down. Take a look. And, uh, I, I know it's a nice date night, but uh, I got to... Um, actually go out into the yard, hang out in the back. Again? Mm. Yeah, oh. I mean... It, we got past this, Amici, okay? Uh -huh. 
the cows were tearing us apart. Our marriage was in shambles. You said, you're right. I'm putting the cows away. I'm going to focus on us. And things have been great. Did you bring a cow with you? I did. I'll meet you. Are the cows making comments about what's going on here? Yeah. Have you been telling have you been telling the cows about us on your way home? Have you been talking about our relationship with those cows? We got to the restaurant. Excuse me, waiter. Yeah, you need some more water? Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for inviting us back for this free meal on Ruth Chris. <clears throat> I don't want to be a stickler, but I bit into this steak. Okay. I didn't feel love again. All right, felt something a little bit different, more like um, angst and um, uh, anxiety. Like, like I, f- I felt like I, I bit into this steak and I showed up at a place I wasn't unwanted, man. I don't, I don't know what's going on with the steak, man. But um, I'm gonna have to take my my wife out of here and go down the street, man. Mm-hmm. I can't keep eating this this uh, uh, emotional piece of steak. No, no, please, sir. Please don't leave. Don't leave. We appreciate your feedback. We want to make sure we get this right. Uh, the The chef has been going through some things at home, and it may be finding its way into the food. Um, mm. Would Would you like twenty mini cheesecakes in order to maybe while you wait for us to sort this out? Twenty mini cheesecakes. Yeah, just about. Of course, I want twenty mini cheesecakes. I mean, that's that was what I was going to ask for after the steak. All right. Um. We come back to the kitchen. Amici. What? I still got uh, 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 patrons out there complaining that there's angst and unwantedness in the food. I thought you were going to fix this. I thought you were going to fix your marriage and fix your life. Why is that so hard? Okay, here's what happened. Like, um, my marriage is falling apart again. Um, But my wife has now taken a liking to the cows. She hangs out with the cows. And I'm just by myself in the backyard. They're in the house. I'm in the backyard. So nothing's fixed. Everything's broken. And I don't know what to do. And scene. <laughs> That's why you don't take your work home with you. Unless you work from home. Real. Something is going on at his house and it's finding its way into the food. Amazing. <laughs> And of course, that's what the lady in Mississippi meant, right? Like, exactly. The food, it, it comes out in the food if your mind ain't right. <laughs> and no ingredients gonna make it taste good. If it's stress at home, you gotta be in a good mood. And no, I love that. My 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 aunt, um, I love her to death. She is super OCD, man. You would think she ran a five-star restaurant in her kitchen. Um, I've seen her throw out whole batches of stuff if one of the things were burnt, right? She's like, nope, got to start all over. Something's wrong with that ingredients. I got to go down. I went to this store, but I got to go to that store because that store ain't getting it right. You know, I knew that waiter told me, you know, that, that, uh, you know, person in there didn't know what they were talking about. But when she gives it to us, man, I mean, it's like, it's worth it, man. It's worth it. So I've always admired the OCD people. is worth it. Oh man, the OCD and her, yes. Um, and she doesn't tell anybody ingredients, and I think it's probably because she doesn't have the, like an actual ingredient list. She's probably done it so much that it, she could wake up and do this, do that in her sleep, and it come out. She'll even throw the batch away in her sleep if it burned. You know that that's that's how like routine she is. Um, but she still makes stuff and she'll send the stuff on her birthday. She doesn't charge anybody. It's, it's just her thing, you know? <clears throat> I'm, I'm that way about, uh, like, I think for certain recipes, especially bacon stuff, like more measurements, like a cup of this or that, I figured like you, you got to do those kinds of things more or less, but like seasoning stuff, you know, a, a, a this or that, a, you got to season it till it looks right. <laughs> My daughter just started recently cooking hamburgers. And so she's like, how much salt? I was like, don't touch it. Let me do it. You just like shake it in there. She's like, well, how much? You just got to shake it till it look right. <laughs> I got to put it up in there. Don't worry about it. 
And so she's like, well, how am I going to learn? No, just watch me. You'll figure it out. <laughs> you start looking right, then you know you seasoned it right. No, it's just how you got to season. You just, just till it looks right. Till it looks right. <laughs> Taste too, but definitely look. You'll know. You know how much you put in there. It'll just look right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Kyrie, is that, is that true? Does that follow for a lot of things? If it looks right? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe for a steak or for a burger or something, but you got to do more than look right for a cake or something. Yeah, cake. No, that's what I'm saying. Cakes are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Mm-mm. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. Earlier, did you say baking runs or cooking runs in your family? Like your mom did it. Yes. Is cooking a pretty big thing on your in your? Family in your household and your uh, extended family, like barbecue, baking, cooking, like is that a, a pretty major event for you guys? Eating, that's the major. <laughs> <event>. <laughs> 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 yeah, we we do. We have big stuff. We like every year for Thanksgiving. We usually we used to get together at my aunt's house. Everybody cook, or she do most of the cooking. Bring it over, and we all just sit around and just enjoy each other's company. We're we're kind of close knit, so yeah. um, you know, just and and that's how you do it around food. The, the kitchen is the the heart of the heart of the house, really. So mm-hmm. we get in, we cook together, we laugh, we talk. You know, your love is all in the food and everything, and you get to sit down and eat and grub and talk some more. Yeah, we do that. Remember the family reunion meeting and like, cause we have one aunt who makes a whole, whole lot of stuff, but she, like we have on Saturday, it's like fish fry picnic and you know, that kind of foods. But then Sunday's like the meal meal, right? Mm-hmm. Barbecue and the fixings. And then it's like you know, other foods and the fixing. It's just a, it's a thing. So we oh, had, yeah. oh, I remember we were voting because <laughs> they were cutting back on how much stuff we had and there was a vote. Okay, do we want uh, uh, Amy Beatrice to make the, the field peas? Like nobody yeah. voted for, for field peas that year. I was so mad. I was the only home. I was like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gotta, Not the ones you have to snap and clap. Uh, no, the ones you have yeah, to snap. Like, well, not the snap, but the purple hull, kind of those. Oh, know, that you got to snap. Yeah, oh, we had to vote. Cause it was so much stuff. She's like, "We don't need all that food. We don't. All right, we'll let them vote." Who who made the decision that you don't need all the food? Who was the person, or or was it like a unanimous thing? I think we were like just trying to cut back because it was just so much food. They always had so much left over <laughs> that they made, and so it was like you know we could save some money. Let's cut back on some of the things that that we have there. Okay, so you know we had to go down the list. Who's in favor of barbecue? You know, all in favor of this. In favor of that. And they uh, like, vote for who got to bring the stuff. That's actually a pretty smart. I guess, I, did anybody like not like how the vote went out in their favor? Like they were like, all right, everybody know I'm about to do this. And there was like, no, wait up. Uncle Jimmy actually got to vote for. Like, did any of that happen? No, no. No. We kind of had the same people doing the same things just about every year. It was just either you were going to do this one or you're not going to do it that year. Yeah. But so. we cut to we cut to two cousins uh, at, at a recess between votes. <clears throat> uh, so, John, I um, <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, my 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 ribs are on the chopping block next. We've been voting all day, and it's been a bloodbath in there. I, I just want to know that you got my back on this before we go back in there. I mean, I know I got your back, man. I mean, you know, you, you do this all the time. You like my ribs, right? Yeah, I love your ribs, man. They're they're really good. You know, you get you marinate them all night. You know, I've seen you. You know, watch YouTube videos to make sure you're comparing how they look versus how they taste, man. I got you. Man. I put a lot of work into making sure I can recognize the right amount of seasoning when I see it. All right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you know this is a major thing for me. I don't got a lot else going on in my life right now. These yeah. ribs, I mean, the time of year yeah. is a big deal for me. I know, man, and I've been meaning to tell you, man, I think you're putting a lot of weight on it. You know, like me, I'm the baked beans guy. Look, my baked beans, 
you eat them or you don't, right? Don't matter to me. I'm going to eat them. And, you know, that that's how I feel, you know. But I got a whole lot of other stuff going on in my life. So big beans ain't the most important thing. But for you, I know yeah. it's big, you know. But just don't put a lot of weight on it, man. I heard him eat. I heard him eat. He's got to try some new stuff for ribs, man. I've been hearing it in the family group chat. He's trying to dry rub. Yeah, Amici's been hating on my ribs since day one. I don't know why he's been against me and my ribs for this long. I mean, I mean, you, you get voted every year, you know? I mean, in his eyes, he's just trying to make sure that you're on top of your game. You need people like Amici. I don't, I don't need that stress. Oh, oh, uh, we're about to go back in there. We're about to go back in there. Calm okay. people back in. Come back to the bar. All right, everybody, 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 come on. Sit on down. Now, we got up to the meats, all right? The vote has been pretty, the vote has been pretty stiff. We waited through. We made it through the desserts. We got all the sides figured out, and we down to the meats. Antoine, you've been holding us down with these ribs. Why are you going to open like that? I thought it was just a vote. These, the, the ribs are falling off the bone, man. We look forward oh. to it. Oh. But, but everybody, I just want y'all to know this year, Amici has come up with something different. Amici has figured out how to put ribs in the middle of a brisket, <laughs> marinate it <laughs> for one week, and smoke it for 20 hours. That's, that he, ain't got right. Frank, he got Frankenstein ribs. That's that ain't right. right. That is not the way ribs are supposed to be. You don't put a bone in the middle of a brisket. You don't put a rib in the middle of a... What is that ridiculousness? That is a, an abomination, and it should not be here. I am against it. Wait, I, don't, no, I know we haven't opened voting, but I, I just want to say that I find it horrendous. But, but it works. I mean, you know, nobody tried it yet, but I, I promise it works. And technically, Amici qualifies it as a rib, and ribs do have bones. Mm-hmm. Qualified as a brisket, I'm sorry, you probably would have got disqualified from the vote. So I say, let it stay. Yeah. That's juicy what I have. Never have. With the juiciest ribs. Wait, wait. Let's hear what John has to say. Am I supposed to vote right now? Uh, wait, right. We'll wait for them to call. We'll wait for them to call it. Sorry, I interrupted. Oh, that's fine, cousin John. You go. Just, Speak your piece. If you're in support of a rib only, go ahead and say that. But again, I'd like to advocate that we try something new. We have a rib with a little brisket on it, but it's still a rib. Okay. Okay. Uh, can I take five? Uh, I got to talk to Antoine about something. We didn't need to finish the conversation we had. We haven't voted yet. Take your time. Okay. All right. Hey, yeah, come on, Antoine. I'm going to talk to you for a second. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What do you mean you got to talk to me? It's that simple. You just vote for my rib. That's all you got to do. Man, Antoine put my, like, like, Amici put my favorite things together, man. You see that bone? I mean, I know your ribs, they fall off the bone. That's right. Whiskey falls off the ribs, man. Oh, my God. I ain't never seen nothing like that, man. You got to come up with something better, man. You got a firecracker or something you put in the ribs? Because I, I can't go against this. I need you. Brisket. You said you had my back. This is it, man. I was trying to buy time, man. I didn't don't, know he brought a Frankenstein rib out here. Don't let that freaking nature sway you, okay? He is putting things together that should not be together. You have brisket on one side, rib on the other. Sometimes you fill in the ribs, sometimes you fill the brisket. You need to do both. Once what he's doing there is crossing the line. All right, it is. This is against nature, okay? The the. Are you seeing this? I can't believe I had to have this conversation. Okay. You know no, how important this is to me. I was going to no, bring no. these ribs to my kids. You try right, to win them right. back. You're right. You're if right. they see Amici's ribs, they're never going to come back to me. I'm sorry, man. I forgot you were still battling for custody over your kids, man. And Which my ribs are one of my major, major points. I know your kids only come over to try your ribs. <sighs> It's a tough decision, man, but I got your back, man. You can okay. I just want I just want to tell you how I felt. Okay. All right, let's, let's together let's go back in this room, all right? I got hold on, I got a rib in my pocket. Do you wanna you wanna eat it real quick? Just to <clears throat> can you so take you that lint off of it a little bit? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I can do it. All right, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. Still good, right? 
man. Let's go. All right, let's go back in. All right. All right. Uh, thank y'all for coming back. I'm so sorry. While y'all were gone, I, I I didn't even describe everything correctly. You pulled me to the oh, side. Man. Let me know that I didn't really describe it. He said, uh, please forgive me, Amici, and correct me if I'm wrong, that he did put ribs inside a brisket, but in between each rib is a sausage, smoked sausage, that he himself has come up with a wonderful recipe for, and he wants us all to try. So again, it's ribs with sausage in between the ribs stuffed into a brisket. Now, that's all the meats, almost. I mean, um, we also, uh, the whole thing is wrapped in bacon. Oh! Oh, man. Please, Shay. That's been done. Rapid bacon. Oh, well, before we place this vote, um, I think Antoine has something in his chest that might, you know, get us to to look at his ribs in a different light, Antoine. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm surprised by all of you. I've been providing ribs for this family since we've been doing this thing, since we've been celebrating Thanksgiving like we do, and I've perfected it over years and years. And you know, my life ain't great right now. I got fired two years ago. My kids left me. My dog ran away. My house burnt down. But I still got these ribs. I still got what they represent. Man, so I... <laughs> Go ahead. Just go ahead. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't be swayed by the flash, and 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 the newness and and just freakish nature of all of those animals combined to a single mound of meat. Think about the purity of the ribs and the purity of the relationship of this family. Think about your love for me when you vote. This is all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I, I yield my time. Okay. Uh, and uh, Michi, you got a final word? Um, yeah, while he was talking there, I figured out how to add cheese to this. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> he figured it out. <laughs> Man, only in Texas. You put some cheese on it, it raises the stakes. Cheese yeah. on ribs. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon, sausage. On. <clears throat> That's how you get people's buy-in. You want cheese on that? Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> I used to say they put cheese on anything. Like you paying, you know, paying for your casket. You want cheese on that? Yeah. Wow, well, I know it's a cheese option. Yeah, I'll try that. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the inside the casket or on the top. <laughs> well, mine's in on both. <laughs> no, anything. Yeah. Upsell. I figured out how to put cheese on it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, so, um, Kyrie, you said that, like, one of the things you or somebody least expected that would like, um, <clears throat> like what you did, it, it, it kind of boosted your ego. How much, how bad, how much better have you become the, uh, since you've gotten more confidence? from people and liking your cheese like, does confidence have a or a big part in like the outcome of what you do you know is it like you know try to figure definitely. out how to it, but yeah yeah definitely it it does because uh like i said when i had the restaurant it actually boosted my ego to hear somebody say that so now I sell with confidence and I'm telling them, you know, hey, this is how much it costs. You'll love it. And I'll explain everything to them and people will try it. I'm not one that'll try anything that anybody else makes. I'm, I'm just I'm just like that. But I know I put all my little love and everything inside of it like they she said to do. And uh, I'm pretty confident in what I sell. You know, and if somebody, and I also guarantee everything that I do. So if they, if somebody has something that I made and they don't like it, I'll, I'll return it or I'll make, and I'll make it right. Or either you can choose something else or I can give you your money back. No big deal to me. Like that in um, a restaurant, like guarantee like your product to me, it, 
<clears throat> I feel like you're in, you're, you're, you're all in. And if you're all in, it's, I can work with you, right? You're, you're, you want it to be um, as good for your customers as possible. Um, right. I've met, obviously, some restaurants that don't really care about the customers, uh, <laughs> the ones I grew up with. Um, but um, why, why the home, home-based business? Like, um, like what, what, what got you to say, you know what, I'm going to consolidate everything here um, I know it's probably more cost efficient, but like, what, what, like, how, like, what's your idea of like how you're going to continue to like just, you know, move cakes and stuff out of the house, right? Like, do you have like, um, a deli- like delivery pickups? Um, do you have, um, cash app, straight cash? Like how, like how does that, how did that, how do you operate it uh, from the home? Okay. So um, I started doing this out of my home when my restaurant did not succeed. So, um, and there was, there were several factors into that, but um, I said, okay, I still enjoy doing what I do. And there were still people contacting me that had been at the restaurant that still had my phone number and they wanted the products that I had. So I wasn't going to stop um, doing that just because the restaurant didn't make it. So um, now um, I do it and I enjoy it still. Uh, want to eventually, I should be retiring in about what, next 12, 13 years or so. Uh, I want to have a small restaurant. I want to have a small place that people can come to, sit down, have some dessert and some coffee and chit chat, talk, catch up with your friends or what have you in a nice little environment. And that would be my place when I get mm-hmm. that. Um, as far as um, the reason I'm doing it that way now, because like you said, it's cost efficient. It's not the only thing that I do. I also work during the daytime. So um, it's just easier for me to come home and do my work at home versus going into a restaurant because, you know, I can multitask while I'm doing that. So right. I feel like your like your current oven and all that, like it's, it's do you think it does the job the way you would have liked if in the restaurant to get like your cakes and stuff? Cause I, I know, I don't know anything about baking, but I know like, um, I know that I, you probably want the oven of whatever your dreams is to, to make the types of product that you do. Um, <clears throat> like, is that something that you've seen to be like an issue? Something that you like, man, this is an easy crossover. My stove does well. Um, stoves don't have anything to do with the outcome, you know, like just from a novice, like what, what is your take on that? You know, I think I would like to have a convection oven. I have a standard oven that's doing mm-hmm. the work right now. Um, eventually I'll get one. I think it, it, it does a little bit different with baking than a standard oven, but right now my oven is sufficient, especially for those people who didn't have my product at the restaurant. So, um, whenever, you know, whenever that happens, you know, it'll just make it that much better. They'll be like, Oh, that's wonderful. This tastes better than the last time. I know it. it." (laughs) No, that's dope. That's dope. So uh, it'll be that much better. Like, like John, I'm, I'm not versed in baking at all. And love aside, what would you say is the most common mistake that you see when people bake? And or what's something that people should make sure they always do when they bake? Oh, boy. I would say calibrate your oven. What does that Uh, mean? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. So a lot of people, so when you're you're cooking, there's there's different things for everything. Like if you have an elevated height, you have to adjust your temperature. If you, you know, up in the mountains, actually there's a difference with everything. But um, I had one friend tell me that they tried to make something, it didn't work out. And it turns out the oven was not calibrated, meaning that um, 350 degrees, you would stick a thermometer in there that's heat proof and make sure that oven goes up to 350 degrees. If it doesn't go up to 350 degrees, then your oven temperature is not matching the temperature that it should be. So it needs to be calibrated. I always just trust my oven. I've never, <laughs> I've never thought to double check it. 
You don't bake, do you? No. <laughs> no. I, I made I, a banana I, bread like three times and that's it. Yeah. No, I never you, even you, considered that as like a man. I know. Four hundred, but it's really two hundred. <laughs> so how do you do it? Do you just like do you use the thermometer and then just adjust manually whenever you bake, or is there a way you can actually adjust the oven itself? Well, you can you can adjust it. I would say use your thermometer, put your oven on 350. If your thermometer comes out 325, put your oven on 375, and that should get you to your 350. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Interesting. Well, why would the oven people lie to us? Why would the oven people lie to us? <laughs> why would they make an oven that says 350, but it doesn't get to that? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just was- sell a thermometer with an oven and just say, you want to get it to 350? Just keep turning it and measuring. And when you get that, then you're there. Why would you lie? Why it's that a-, a little elf workers. They don't all go to school. So, <laughs> you know, some of them, Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus, just kind of helped. They were orphan elfin, el- elves. <laughs> they were orphan elves. So, you know, you can't just trust that every elf will get it right on the calibration. They just didn't take the math classes like they should have. We cut to the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> uh amici amici can uh-huh. i talk to you for a second yeah yeah what's going on i noticed you weren't at elf school today yeah you know i, I don't need that stuff uh i gotta work at a, a santa's place when i'm older in the, in the workshop so I don't, I don't need to go to school anymore i know what i'm gonna be everybody needs to go to school elf school to learn all the tricks of the trade. Maybe you can work in Santa's shop. That's like the highest caliber elf job there is. I would think you would need to go to school in order to get that. Um, But maybe you can. That's what I need to to, to, to know. I'm good with a hammer. You're good with a hammer? Mm Mm-hmm. How about you be good with a wrench or with a screwdriver or with magic? Have you been practicing your magic? (laughs) No. Look. I know that all of the elves that work for Santa drive Teslas and have a great 401ks, but we also need our worker elves, you know, the elves that work in dishwashers and the elves that work in dryers and, and ovens. And, and I don't want you to look down on those jobs. All right. I want you to go to school, get your education, and then make your decision with all the tools available. Okay. Is this getting through? <laughs> You're just nodding along. I want you to. Am I getting through? I don't. You, what I'm saying is, the Santa job is not guaranteed. <clears throat> I know it's a goal, mm-hmm. but it's not guaranteed. Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll start studying other stuff. I, I guess, but I don't want to. We cut to we cut to meet you the elf uh, seven years later. Yeah, I know. I thought I was going to Santa's workshop, too. But, you know, when you don't spend time studying, you don't make it to the big time. But why do you need to know math to I, use a hammer? I, I, I don't get it. I know. I spent all my time using hammers. Thought I was real good with a hammer. But it's not serving me well as a computer elf. No, it's not. Not at all. And it won't serve you well here either. So I was just running the job down to you. We just run in and out of the computer, uh, especially when they're doing like WebEx meetings or other kind of Zoom meetings. And we're responsible for making sure that they can hear good. Okay, we make sure that the sound works. Okay. That's all we do. We just make sure it works. Hold on, there's a meeting starting right now. All right, let's go to work. All right, push that button. Okay. Push, push it. it harder. Okay. Push it harder. My mic doesn't seem to be working. Can you hey, hear me? Everybody hear me? Oh, is that can you, you hear me? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. You put push the button on the other side then. Just push over there. Look, uh, look I'm gonna I'm gonna drop and rejoin. Drop okay. On. Okay. Oh wait, you, you can hear. Just push. Uh, I, I, push. Uh, am I doing it right? I think I'm doing it right. <laughs> Cut to him after his first day on the job. He's walking home. Hey man. Yeah. You want some of this candy I got? Excuse me? <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I've been on the streets slanging 
candy cigarettes, cheese, mm -hmm. you know, black market stuff, man. And I saw that uh, he was kind of down. Yeah, I had a rough first day at my job. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a computer elf. Working for the man. Yeah. You're not gonna drop for the man, you know, but I, I got I got this job instead. I work for myself in the streets. Mm -hmm. Okay. How's that working out? It's going well, man. Smoke as many candy cigarettes as I want a day. Go uh -huh. a little elf bops around town, you know, party all day. I might even take a kid's toy if I want, man. Sounds like a pretty pretty cool job. You might have even heard about me, man. I, I went to the same elf school that you went to, man. Dropped out in first grade, man. It was stupid. I was the smartest kid in class. I cheated on every test. I figured if I could cheat on any test, why go to school? You know, why don't I just cheat the system? And that's why I'm out here right now, man. I made 50 elf dollars for every Cigarette I sell. That's a good mark. How much you making pushing those buttons for them old people <laughs> on the computer? I, I made about about 20, 20 elf, elf dollars today. 20 elf dollars. <laughs> Not them tight ass pants you got on in them little <laughs> shoes. Look at my look at these, man. Look at this. You can't forget. Look, just roll with me for one day, man. Let me just show you something different. And take them weird-ass green pants off, man. I'm going to keep my pants on. I don't have any other pants right now. So. <laughs> I mean, I got some pants. I'm not going to let you walk around commando. Dealer, man. I got a reputation out here, man. Oh, okay. Okay, thanks. All right, see those... <laughs> Those old, uh, I think they're elves and the reindeer over there. See, I want you to take this bag of peppermints. I want you to go over there and lay them under the trash can. It's going to be 50 elf bucks under there. Grab that. Take 25 for you. 25 back. Just for, just for walking there and back, pretty much? Okay. Walking there and back, man. This is an interview. I'm just trying to show you a better life. Okay. Oh. Do that. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Elf police, elf police. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, freeze. You there by the trash can. Freeze. Okay. Get down the ground. <laughs> it's a reindeer with, with flashing lights on top. <laughs> hey, Stuff out of his hand. Ow. What are you doing? What are you doing, huh? Moving peppermints? Moving peppermints? Is that you? What are you doing? The guy with it. Shut up. There. Shut up. What's your name? Dude disappears across the street. This pecan of smoke. There's nothing over there but smoke. All right? It's just you here. What's your name, Green Pants? My name's uh, Mike. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a... Look, I'm a computer elf. I, I'm just on my way home. And then, and that's it. I, I just happened to come across this bag, and there's a guy over there. And <laughs> you're not making any <laughs> sense. What I saw was a guy dropping some some bag of peppermints, trying to get some money, and that's what we call a crime here in the North Pole. You know, candy is not allowed. I know. I know. Look, I, I'm. I'm just, I'm just trying to go home. Look, put your hands on the reindeer. Put your hands on the reindeer. Okay, sorry. Let me see. You got any ID on you? I do. Oh. Uh huh. Mike. Okay. All right. Look, Mike. I'm gonna go take this back to the sleigh and uh, enter into the computer system. Don't move. To the computer system? <laughs> yeah. I got it. Okay, yeah, I know about computers. I'm, I'm a computer elf. You're a computer elf? Yeah. Yeah, this, my, my internet's been acting up. I think the internet elves have been <laughs> slacking off. Can you help me out? Yeah, I can take a look. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> <laughs>
Man. <laughs> got real. They get real. Who knew? I mean, it's got to be a black market elf world in the pole. <laughs> Especially since Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos is putting Santa out of business. <laughs> Does every world have its underworld? I guess it's a question, right? Is there a baking underworld that we don't know about, Kyrie? <laughs> sure, there is. <laughs> it's the under. Yes, it is. It's the underworld of people who like advertise because a lot of people do, you know, home businesses. They don't have a brick and mortar, so they're like, "Oh yeah, these are some samples of the things that I make." So they get pictures of other people's baked mm. and so they have these glossy nice websites or web pages or pictures of stuff and so people are like yeah i want you to make my daughter's birthday cake i want one just like this can you do this oh yeah go ahead and cash out me the deposit and i'll definitely you know I'll, I'll bake the cake and so people will spend the money and the person disappears and they're never heard heard from again so yeah there is an underworld or <laughs> there's some dishonesty in uh in the process. Mm, wow. Crazy, man. Yeah. Of the things to pick to scam people on. <laughs> Cakes and desserts. Oh, Bert, that sounds like a news story, right? Mom paid <laughs> a payment for a son's uh, cake for the soccer team. And uh, <laughs> FBI raid on fraud started frauded $4 million out of fake cakes. <laughs> like, what? People are so creative, man. <laughs> They'll, they'll try to get over on anybody in any way in the world, man. Yep. Um, but man, I take on the world. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, um, isn't there a, a baking group, a black baking group? Yes. Oh, yeah. I created one, basically. So <laughs> it's called Black Owns, Bakers of Houston. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I heard it. Mm-hmm. What uh, what what inspired the idea to start that, and how's that going? Well, I was on another site, and um, it was for everything, and they decided to uh, actually increase the amount of usage for businesses that had a brick and mortar place, and decrease the amount of usage for bakers, and it's even less for those people who cook without. Uh, having a brick and mortar place. So in order to get the exposure, in order for those other people who bake to get the exposure, I said, well, we need something different. And then that gives people the opportunity that if you want something baked, you can go straight to the baking site and ask for what you're looking for. That's such a dope idea to me. You're very resilient, man. You find ways to keep it going, man. That's (laughs) the hustle in me. That is something. Man, I love that. Um, and Tanya, she introduced us to the group, and I and I check it out as like like you said, comments and posts. Posts, um, I get the notifications, and I think it's cool because, like you said, if I want something, I can go to this page, and I know I'm going to have somebody with that expertise that's going to give me <clears throat> a pretty good value, man. So that's dope to me. Yeah, I like that. I like separating the bakers out from all the other food stuff because then, you know, you don't want to have to go through all of that. You just want to say, oh, okay, let me see what this person did. Let me see what that person did. Right. Have you ever, have you ever seen, I know, <laughs> but have you ever seen like somebody post a picture of something and you're like, oh, you shouldn't have posted that. <laughs> you probably should have worked on that a little bit more. <laughs> It's not picture ready yet. It's not picture ready. It looks like yeah. Do you guys give constructive criticism in the group? <laughs> well, I try not to because people are just so proud of what they do. So somebody else, if you're proud of it, then somebody else will probably be proud of it too. So I don't say anything. If that's your creation and you want it out there, you go. Bless your heart. You go and do what you do. <laughs> I am not saying a word. Bless your heart. <laughs> That's what you should comment on. That's what yes, you should comment. If, if somebody if somebody asks you what you think about something they've done and you know it's not good, like related to baking, how do you respond? Do you kind of like bless your heart? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put some love in that. 
<laughs> yeah, well, basically, no, I'll tell people, you know, this is really nice. You did a lot of work. I can see how much effort you put into this. However, if I may give you some advice, you shouldn't put it up until it's really, really ready. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I see a couple of flaws that maybe we could get together and talk about them or something along those lines if I feel compelled to do so. Because a lot of the times, you know, people get all offended and upset and all of that. Mm -hmm. Trying to block you out the group. Yeah, and it's my group. <laughs> we, we cut to a, a knock on the door in the middle of the night. Hello, anybody there? Yo, yep. It's me. What's up? Hey, um, uh, I think your name is uh, Leonard. Uh, yeah. Look, um, you it's posted- Leonard. Leonard. Leonard, sorry. It's hard to know from text. Uh, <laughs> I, I, posted a, I posted a picture of my ribs in the uh, Rib Makers of Houston group. Oh, yeah. And you- yeah. Uh, you left some. Uh, you left a comment on there about it not being ready. I was. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about that because I didn't really appreciate that. I worked hard on those ribs. I was been uh -huh. going through a hard time with my family. Uh, just got voted out Thanksgiving, and yeah. um, I, I, I make those ribs at night, and I was real proud of them. So, I was wondering if you could just take your comment down and, and apologize. Oh man, I would, but I didn't hear anything that you said that related to how the ribs looked or taste, you know? And that was my comment. It looked like your ribs were a little bit too much baby for them to be baby back ribs to me. And when I look at it compared to this gargantuan brisket rib cheese. Oh, I don't even want to. You know, that, like, that's not even a rib anymore. Why, why would you even post a picture next to that dude's rib? That's all I was trying to say. Just help yourself out, man. I've you been know? trying to pull to get that rib banned from the group. Okay. You know, and, and, and since you want to tell me about your family, man, maybe maybe you got to get your love back with your wife so that your ribs can maybe be a little bit more, you know, on point. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's what I would say, you know, if that's where all your issues come from. Are, are you saying that you could see my loneliness in the picture of the ribs I posted. I mean, you post one rib at a time, man. I mean, it's no more lonelier than that, bro. I mean, I never want to see one rib on a picture. <laughs> but when I see that one rib, I immediately feel lonely. Get my point? But when I see the brisket with the cheese and the bacon and the sausage and all of that smashed together, make me think of family reunion. I want some of that. And so he, he left that guy's house with, with this thought thing circling in his head and he gets in his car and he drives to uh, Amici, the, the chef from Ruth Chris' house. <laughs> he knocks on the door. Hey, man, what's going on? Hey, man. I know, uh, I know we haven't spoken in a while. Um, you know, uh, but you work at that restaurant. You make the steaks. And yeah. You got you got these cows in your backyard, and you seem like your marriage is is holding together okay. I was I was wondering if I can get some advice. Some advice for for marriage. For ribs. For ribs. Um, well, it's the same advice, honestly. Um, get your wife some cows. Let her pay them in the backyard as much as she wants. Do not bother her. And every now and then, just sneak a cow away and go and butcher it and serve it in your restaurant. But make sure you replace the cows that you take with new cows. That seems actually seems a little dishonest, man. That seems like a little shady. Like you're you're, you're switching out cows, hoping she, she doesn't notice. Realize it. it's, it's fine. It's all good. She, she just loves to have cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe if I maybe if I go to her, bring her some cows, she'll take me back, and and the kids will take me back and. Mm -hmm. Can I borrow some cows? Like, I don't oh. think you are. You think you're a cow? I think you're a cow. Like when, when, she, when her back is turned, I'll, I'll grab one, bring it out to your home for just a second. Okay, here you go. All right, put, hey, I'm going to put it in the back seat. This is a judgy cow. <laughs> you have a really small car. I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> And so he's he's driving, 
<laughs> he's driving to his his ex-wife's place with his cow in the back seat. Uh, I know. Kids, come over here. Come look at your daddy. I know. Uh, playing Fortnite, man. Come mm. over here. Your daddy. Antoine, you have not paid child support in a month, and you bought a cow. You own cow. You own cattle now. I, I, this was a gift. You know I don't have a job. You know, you, you, you know my house burned down. You know I, I'm not accepted at my family for my ribs. But this cow is a gift, and I want to give it to you. I want you to take me back, and we could work on it. No. no. At least play with it a little bit. Antoine Jr., come over here. Go talk to you. I'm not even going on out there to talk to you, Dad. I'm not even talking about this. Uh, what's up, Dad? Hey, hey, Junior. Hey. Ribs. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got rib. I got a rib in my pocket. You want? You want? Can you take the lint off of? Of course. Anything for you. Have you been practicing your elf magic? <laughs> Man, I've, I've been doing a lot of stuff lately without my dad being in the house. You know, <clears throat> mom trying to hold it down. Uh, I've been working on something. Um, want, want me to take, show you what it is? Sure, yeah, show me and the cow. Uh, so uh, I took some chopped brisket and I chopped some ribs and then I sold them together and I went about making like You grabbed them by the shirt. No, stop talking. Stop it. Stop it. Hey, man. Have you been talking to your uncle Amici? Yeah, man, he's been stopping by, you know, checking on us. He paid your month of rent. I think it was, we owed it to him to talk to him. He is not to set foot near this house. This is well, he paid, the only... He paid, our, he paid the mortgage this month. Dad, how am I going to stop him from coming to a house? He paid the mortgage. You didn't do that. You're right. You're right, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't go to your, your softball games. I didn't change the rib to another meat sort of thing. I've just been doing the same thing for years and years. And I guess I got stuck, got too focused, too complacent. Started, you know, I've been selling peppermints on the side, try to make ends meet. Those peppermints from the North Pole, Dad. Yeah, all over Instagram. Yeah, you can't, you can't have any of this. I mean, that's. Dad, you selling peppermints now? I have to. I, I got to do what I got to do. And I, I just want you to know, don't go down the road. I did. All right. I did. I, I put the brisket and the ribs together, like Uncle Michi taught me. I didn't. Make single ribs out of my pocket, Dad. I'm, I think I got it okay. I think you should worry about selling illegal candy from the North Pole. It's pretty dangerous, man. I mean, you're going to be locked up, Dad. I'm not going to get to see you. You want to be cooking that rib in prison? You're right. You're so wise. Did you learn that from me? Did you get anything from me? <laughs> Uncle Michi called me selling peppermint candy a couple weeks ago and he sat me down and told me everything I just said to you. Wow. Tell you what, do you have any of that brisket rib sausage on, with cheese on there in there? Yeah, I got it in my pocket. You want some? <laughs> oh, just like your dad. Yeah, can you pick the lint off of it for me? It's going gonna, it's gonna to take some of the cheese off if I do that and you... That's all right. It's better with the cheese. I put Look, so much love in it that you won't actually taste the lint. Though. You made this? Yeah, I made it. He eats it. There's, there's so much love in it. There's so much love. Dad, you might be one of the worst dads of all time, but we still love you. All right? And scene. <laughs> Ended on that note. And that is the Can't Tell Us Nothing show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, Kyrie, for being our special guest. Tell people where they can find you and your products. 
You can find me on Instagram, www.instagram.com, kvland underscore sugarlick. Boom, boom, boom. And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those wonderful social places at C-Ton Improv. You can also find us on YouTube. You can also find us on the Mockingbird Network, C-Ton Improv. Find us on iTunes and Spotify for podcasts. You can find us on Wednesday at 7 at 92KELZ. Check us out. Check out our stuff. Check out our past videos. But until then, for Tandy, for John, for Michi, for myself, Antoine, for Kyrie, thank you again for your time and your stories. That is Can't Tell Us Nothing Show. We are out. <laughs>